0: Hi, pals. This is Blaine Hill at the Lake Murray Presbyterian Church. Today is Thursday, September 17th, 2020. This is also coming to you through the Simply Stated podcast. I'm Really glad to be with you too today. I'm going to read to you. We're continuing to look at Jeremiah 4. If you return, O Israel, says the Lord, if you return to me, If you remove your abominations from my presence and do not waver, if you swear as the Lord lives in truth, in justice, and in uprightness, then the nations shall be blessed by him, and by him they shall boast. Well, uh, we've looked at this in the last few devotionals, and the word abominations uh, we know really refers to idolatry, switching out in God's place something that was created for the creator. So that's one of the things Jeremiah uh, warns us against. And we're not likely to do that with statues perhaps, but we certainly can worship, uh, put our faith in say our financial plan or our children's future or a political party. All of those are terrible mistakes. Um, And uh, then Jeremiah gives us this amazing trio uh, that I read about truth Justice and uprightness, and today I'm going to talk again about justice. Justice is obviously something that um, our societies uh, become embroiled around, and um, injustice is something we should become animated about. Uh, God is uh, furious at injustice, and so we should um, we should be moved to fight against injustice. And to, to work for justice is probably the better way to put it. So what does the Bible mean by justice is, of course, the next question. Um, hey, I noticed Jewel has joined us, and uh, if uh, so we're glad you're here. Uh, if you would like to let me know you're here, I, I sure would be excited to know who's tuned in, at least while this is live streaming. So what does God mean by justice? Well, for first, it, and I talked about this uh, sometime last week, it simply means telling right from wrong um the city of nineveh's problem uh nineveh is where jonah was told to go jonah of the whale uh the the city of nineveh's trouble was they could not tell their right from their left is what the book says the book of jonah says They, they couldn't tell right from wrong is what that really means so we need to discern and work to discern right from wrong okay so that's part of what justice means is we we seek to pursue right and wrong how how else can we um, discern justice and pursue justice, the justice that the Lord wants of us? Uh, well, a second way to do that is by is through God's law. Uh, God gives us a law that shows us uh, how to pursue pursue justice. Hey, I see Donna and Joanna joined in too. Uh, it's good to see you. Uh, see you there. We're, I'm really glad to have you today. So. How do we pursue justice? Well, through, through God's law. And, and probably the first place we should start in thinking about God's law is, of course, the Ten Commandments. Um, and it uh, be interesting to see, test yourself to see if you could name them in order. But we, we won't do that. I won't make myself do it on air. I get nervous when I have to do it on command. Anyway, the Ten Commandments. So let's take two of those. Uh, one of the commandments is don't steal. Uh, and another one of them is don't bear false witness. Don't uh, pre- specifically go in and testify against somebody in a court. Um, so th- those aren't terribly surprising things uh, for for us to know. Uh, our, our first wrong and to avoid stealing and avoid bearing false witness is to pursue justice. I want to I want to jump into another part of God's law in the book of Leviticus. Uh, Leviticus is one of those uh, chapters where we we make our books of the Bible, we may not go as often. So I'm going to read just a few verses from the 19th chapter. i picked them out on purpose. Uh, Okay, so it says, you shall not, this is in chapter 19, verse 11, you shall not steal, you shall not deal falsely, and you shall not lie to one another. So again, it's really picking up on the idea of not stealing and not bearing false witness. If we jump up to the 13th verse, you shall not defraud your neighbor. You shall not steal. So defrauding is kind of tricking people out of their money, right? Where stealing is just taking something of value. And you shall not keep for yourself the wages of a laborer until morning. Well, that's pretty interesting, right? What's that talking about? Well, this was an agrarian society. And people would work for the day. And they would count on being paid that evening so that they could feed their family. Jesus refers to this in one of his parables. It's the expectation in the parable of the, the generous owner of the vineyard. Um, the expectation is that everyone would be paid at the end of the day's labor. Uh, that's simply how the, the, the payment system worked. Um, I, I don't know about you. I've, I once had a, a position where I was paid at the end of the month. And I, was, I was compensated fairly. But it always. But we switched to a system where we were paid twice a month, and it felt like I had more money because I had a little bit sooner. Um, it, it was a help to our family uh, budget to have it a little sooner. Well, you can imagine if you are living hand to mouth, um, having that the the days wages would make a big difference to a family that literally lived day by day uh, to get their daily bread. So uh, that's why the law says don't hold the lab- laborers' wages overnight. So, so we've moved from not stealing to don't trick people out of their money, to don't even hold on to the, uh, the money that you owe people, uh, particularly if you know they're in need to care for their family. All right. So we see justice means to be considering those people around us. And that's where the law will take us. I'm going to jump to the 18th verse. It says, you shall not take vengeance or bear a grudge against any of your people, but you shall love your neighbor as yourself. I'm the Lord. Well, that's interesting. We know that part. Of, that's how Jesus summarized half of the law. He says, when someone asked him to summarize the law, he said, "Love the Lord your God," and he said, "Love your neighbor as yourself." And he was referring back to the, the book of Leviticus. So, what does this teach us about pursuing justice? Well, we we know we know have, have to discern right from wrong. And we know we need to follow God's law and let it guide and, and shape us. Um, robust justice combines those two things together so that uh, our behavior towards our neighbor isn't simply a list of things we, we shouldn't do or rule following or even following a set of principles. Uh, if we tell right from wrong, that's basically what we're doing. We're applying principles. Uh, But Jesus does, and the Lord in the Old Testament tells us that pursuing justice means considering uh, our neighbor is basically what it means. And and when we consider our neighbor, it means considering them according to their need. Next time, uh, what does it mean to consider people according to their need? But let's just review justice so far means we are able to tell right from wrong. Of course, that primarily means in our own life, uh, having the awareness and the sensitivity to look at our own life, at our own behavior, at the conduct of our own household and say, are we doing things right? Are we doing things wrong? Though it may also, it certainly means having sensitivity to the things we see that are right and wrong in the world and being able to tell the difference. And also evaluating our own life according to God's law. Are we uh, taking advantage of someone else and not considering our neighbor? Part of justice is to make sure that we are examining ourselves, to make sure we're treating our neighbor well. Um, So we have to combine that sense of judgment with God's guidance. And what that does for us is that it allows us to navigate situations where there may not not be an exact rule. And to determine what is right and what is wrong. Um, That we're guided and make judgments based on God's law. Here here are a couple of obvious examples. I mentioned um, God's, in the Ten Commandments, it says don't steal. Uh, Well, that that means we also know uh, that it's wrong when someone else's property is destroyed by vandalism. Or uh, we also, we read false witness. Don't bear false witness. False witness is wrong. Uh, That also instructs us to know that lying and deception in general, are wrong. And if we're going to be people who pursue the upright course that the prophet Jeremiah calls us to, what that means is we pursue justice, discerning right from wrong, guiding guided by God's law. And I, I would say primarily we need to do that reflecting on ourselves uh, and not letting the primary reflection of right and wrong, uh, God's law being what we see on the news, or heaven forbid, what people... what social media feeds us that that's a pretty good way to be be driven kind of bonkers pretty quickly um so jeremiah tells us that if the way we uh steer our life towards god's blessing and care is in part by seeking the truth we talked about that and pursuing justice well i hope that's some help help to you justice is such an abstraction uh but it's um it's something important that we consider in our, in our life and in our life as a community as well. Um, I do hope this was a, a, help, a hope and comfort to you. I'm going to pick up the topic of justice one more time next week um, and, and try to see if we can apply it even more closely in our life and our own thinking. Um, and here, let me give you a hint about what that's going to be. That means that we consider people according to their need. Here's why that's important. That's what God did for us. That's what God has done for you. God looked at the world and saw us lost and sad and broken and wrong and all of the troubles that we have and um, knew we could not get ourselves out of that fix. And so he gave us his son, Jesus Christ. God looks at what we need, not really at what we deserve. Uh, And that's the good news of Jesus, that God is merciful and kind to us. Uh, And that's the nature of God's justice, not just judging right and wrong, not just following the rules, uh, but being but guided by a love of neighbor and considering what others need. But we'll pick that up next time. Let's take a moment to pray. Heavenly Father, it is good to gather, even if it's not in person. And we do pray that you would help us to discern right from wrong. To follow where you've given us clear rule and guide. And to seek justice in our own lives and, and in the communities we're a part of. We do pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, thanks for joining me here today. And uh, I look forward to seeing you uh, in worship, perhaps this Sunday. We are again through September. We'll be in worship at, at 8.30 at the, out of the lake and then 10.30 in our sanctuary. Both services are streaming online, of course. Our Sunday school program has started again. And so I hope you'll find a way to participate in that. Youth is firing back up. We are trying to find ways that uh, the activity and life of the church can continue while still making sure that everybody's safe and protecting the needs of our neighbors. Well, God bless you all. Love you. And I hope to see you soon one way or another. God bless.